You're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome, everybody, to Mystery Crate. This is a special episode in that we did something on the fly because we have a very special Mystery Crate coming your way next week. Uh, Massive, massive. But the recording time got shifted, so in order to deliver you a Mystery Crate episode this week, now it's not going to be good because... Well, at least not the front end, Chris Whittingham, and that you can hear that unmistakable laugh there because we want to try out a new social media tool called Clubhouse. Many of you may have heard about it already, but uh, I had no real idea how to use it. This is as me speaking to you right now. It's the first time I've ever used this app, and I'm trying to figure out if it's something that we can use for the Levitard show with Sue Gatz and see if we can have cool social media interactions with our fans. So right now, what you are listening to is what is called a beta test. Chris Whittingham, my trusty neutral observer on the Chelsea Mic'd Up podcast and now fellow shipping container mate, is with me on this ride. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mike. Hi. How's this going? How do I sound? I've, I've heard the thing about Clubhouse is it usually sounds like an old transistor radio. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like you on a Skype, you on a Zoom call from your phone, I would probably say is about the audio quality of it. I don't know what I sound like. I'm sitting in uh, what used to be Dan's HQ. I guess you'd call this a green room. It's basically the cordoned off area of the TV studio. So I'm kind of sat here in a corner and poor Alex Tyner has to listen to me uh, yammer into my phone uh, while we test out this clubhouse thing. Now, none of this may actually work for content, but the, the real goal here is to not only record an episode of Mystery Crate, which, by the way, will feature something on top of this as well. The rest of the shipping container catches up with Bruce, the famed Bruce with uh, meat hooks for hands. So right now I have this... Uh, open clubhouse and it's just you and me in here and there's another person in the room so i've heard that clubhouse is invite only meaning a very small portion of the population still has access to this in order to have access to clubhouse you need to be invited by someone that has access and it grows that way which is why it's called clubhouse I just started a room with you. I don't know how many followers I have on this thing. I think it's connected to your contacts. But while you and I are doing our beta tests on Clubhouse, there is someone in the room listening to what we're doing right now, and his name is Malik. So Malik, th- th- so there's a bo- there's a button on the bottom of the Clubhouse that says raise hand. And then yeah. I think if he raises his oh, hand, okay. then you can let him in. Yeah, he's raising his hand. Okay, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna invite Malik Sharif into our clubhouse right now, and he's gonna talk. Hey, hey, Malik, fellas. Hey, what what are you doing here? I'm a big fan of the show, Mike. I followed you. I guess when you signed up a couple of weeks ago, um, and I just wanted I got a notification that said you started a room. I saw Chris in here. I said, hey, let me see what these guys are up to. So, like I said, huge fan of the show, all you guys. Um, I love what you guys are doing. Love that you set out on your own. And uh, like I said, I'm here for the content. 
Now, is this an effective way for us to reach our audience? Because this is the new hot thing. I'm on a stock that many people believe has something to do with Clubhouse. It's called Agora, and the stock it skyrocketed on, on the inkling that Agora has something to do with Clubhouse. This is the next hot thing, but I don't really know how practical this is. The interface isn't at all that fancy, but I know that... Uh, a clubhouse session with Elon Musk went viral. Are, are you constantly socking this app or is this something that you have set to notifications and, and when drawn to you go to it? I guess I've been on here for about two or three months. Early on, there were some rooms where you could really get some good content. There was one time um, on Jay-Z's 50th birthday, there was a room with Just Blaze and DJ Clue and Freeway and, and, and types like Memphis Bleak where they were all in the room just telling stories about Jay-Z, being on tour with Jay-Z. Other rappers joined in, like Jadakiss and Beanie Siegel. And so it just continued to pick up that way. So then, like you said, it's connected to your social media. So if you follow someone on Instagram or if you follow someone on Twitter, then they'll ask you if you want to um, follow that person on Clubhouse. And like you said, it's invite only right now. So, and I think it's only for iPhone users as well. So, if, um, like I said, if you wanted to you connect with your audience, I don't know how much of <laughs> the the Levitard show with Stu Guy's audience is on Clubhouse, um, but I think that they are technologically savvy enough to like understand that this would be a great place to come to get some because you can do this anytime, Mike. Like this is anytime. There are people on here 24 hours a day. There, I get notifications from uh, just random celebs or, or people that I follow at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. And if you click into a room, there are always people on here talking, sharing stories. There's all types of stuff on here. So, One thing that I realized, though, the audio is just suck on the app. So I don't get like great, high-quality uh, recordings. What I'm doing right now is pretty crude and lo-fi in that I'm talking into a microphone while holding my cell phone over the same microphone to get the recordings. There's no master recording, which kind of makes sense because when audio leaked of the Elon Musk clubhouse thing while the uh, the whole Reddit stock thing went off, it kind of sounded like it was I was listening to it through an old tin can. Yeah, I, I think that the one thing is, is that I don't know if it's supposed to be like everyone is supposed to have access to this you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. i think the the goal is to have everyone on the app and then that'd be the best way um to hear because like you guys sound fine to me it sounds like we're just talking on the telephone but through a recording device i think like you say i think it's gonna suck so um, well and the, the other thing too is like it's hard to separate this from being essentially radio right because if, if all of a sudden this is basically a live stream of people doing radio, then it's just radio on an app. And if it's like, it, it like I feel like the more high quality it is, like the, the more it loses its kind of like unique position in the marketplace, because obviously it's got this massive valuation for what it is. And I feel like the more you make it conventional, the more it kind of it almost let, like cheapens it a little. It, it's almost like kind of better that it is lo-fi in a weird way. How does one boost their uh, clubhouse follower list? Because 
uh, Malik, I am truly honored that you got a notification and you immediately jumped in sight unseen without knowing what we we're doing. And now, boom, you're thrust into the role of co-host of this week's Mystery Crate. But no offense, I'm kind of bummed that you're the only person that jumped in. I, I, is this because I don't have enough cool friends? Is this because I have no way to share that I'm on Clubhouse right now? Is there a way that I could send out a link to this Clubhouse on my social media? Is it tethered that way? I'm not. I don't understand why <laughs> you got. You have 92 followers, hmm. um, and I see Bomani was the one that. Uh, well, Bomani follows you. Um, yeah. So this is a cool way to. This is actually a really cool way to talk to ESPNers. <laughs> Circumvent honest, the rules. This is. This is a. This is a great workaround. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's of, a perfect workaround. Of course, I have that problem right. of that. I'm making content out of it, which isn't great. But there's no way to actually share this clubhouse room, right? No, I, I think it's I think it's only people that follow you get a notification, or if they follow you and they're in the app, they see that there's this open room where you, Malik, and myself are currently talking. But the other thing too is like some of these are scheduled, so like I have like on my docket here are this here are the clubhouses that are coming up later today. And I think like it's kind of like an appointment listening thing almost, and they also have like names and titles. So like they're you know the future of sport and and those kind of things. Whereas this is just like a room that is nameless and titleless. I feel like if you did put something like mystery crate uh, for tomorrow, I feel like maybe uh, there might and they might get a draw. I'm gonna try that. You would have you would have tons of people in here if you did mystery crate, and then you can take it and you can and you can tweet out the link, so you can make a room, set an appointment, tweet out the link. You have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. They'll follow it. And then, you know, like today with the with the Twitch stream, I, I tweeted out the Twitch stream on my Twitter. And then I had like a couple of people, you know, click the link. I, I could see, you know, you, how Twitter will let you know. So that's another way, like, that you can get the notifications to everybody. Like, Twitter is the way, is the main medium to do it. Um, through here, but hmm. like I said, you have to go and set up a. Um, so you have to schedule as it's going. You can't really share, Malik. Maybe you can answer this. I have a random person as my icon for this app, this Clubhouse app. It's a it's a very uh, young looking individual who's not looking directly into the camera. He's got one of those funky '90s hats that came back in style. It's a it's an odd logo for for an app. Um, do you have the same thing, or is this different for everybody? Yeah, they use a different person um, every couple of weeks, huh. so it, it's been different people throughout uh, for Clubhouse. There's a different Bomani that is Clubhouse famous because I heard the CEO of Clubhouse on CNBC talking about it and he, he gave love to Bomani. I was like, oh wow, that's interesting. And then I saw Bomani was actually on Clubhouse the second that I got an invite. I'm like, wait a second. Is Bomani Jones a high-end investor? And then Bomani told me, no, there's another Bomani. And he's been used as the logo sometimes too. So I figure that they they change this icon quite a bit. Now I've tweeted out that I'm on Clubhouse right now and I haven't had a single additional person jump in in here but you're telling me if i schedule a clubhouse i can tweet out that link i just can't tweet out the link as it's going yeah because i've been trying to do it while we're on hmm. all right i'm i'm gonna I'm, I'm only giving clubhouse three stars right now because um there's obviously something uh, with their functionality <laughs> that that is lacking 
Um, and I think the problem, what it is, is really like they lost Sue Sars because I, I took the ego hit of only having one person outside of my friend Chris Whittingham join my clubhouse right now. So what is it that you like about the, the, the show right now as we're in our piracy age? If I can take the opportunity to interview you for a second, Malik. You said you watched the Twitch. We appreciate your support. Did the Twitch experience go go right by you? And please give me all the honest feedback that you have. And then I'll welcome Joe into the room because, boom, your boy just quadrupled his follower list. <laughs> all right. Tell me what you think about the show, Malik. Uh show was great today. I uh, enjoyed uh, the senator that came on. Um, and I actually like it. It because you you can really tell the comfort level you guys have right now because you're able to talk about more things than I know you kind of felt restricted on ESPN with um, especially political talk and as you can see I am a black man I am a Muslim black man so I, you guys appeal to me <laughs> in some respects uh, a lot of the ways of your takes and the way you feel about certain subjects uh, the way I feel about a lot of subjects uh, you know so um, I just I, I get the show. I love it. Uh, I was diamond hand strong. I was in on um, oh, man. AMC. I came out pretty well on AMC. You did? So yeah, oh, I dude, the, I I'm holding your bag. I'm holding your bag on AMC right now. There is no doubt because you be both getting honked on AMC. So David well, Sampson criticism. Go ahead. You have to do is it's some guys on Twitter um, called uh, Atlas Trading. And that's who I follow. I don't follow anybody on Reddit. I follow Atlas Trading. Um, it's, a, it's funny. It's a guy. His name is Mr. Zach Morris, just like the say by the Bell Yeah, character. yeah. I follow him. I follow him. And and he he got me an AMC at 268. Wow. You're lucky. I'm holding a bag at like $13, my man. Oh, man. I got it. I got it super early. And uh, I think I was like everybody else. It got up to like 18, and I was like, oh, it's going to keep rising. And when it fell to about nine, I just went ahead and cashed out. <laughs> Man, I am so happy for you because David Sampson yeah. criticized me uh, two weeks ago saying that what I was doing was very irresponsible. He actually called me over the weekend one time. He's like, I hope you're joking with all of this. And even if you are, you have this big responsibility. It felt like my dad talking to me and honestly if my dad talked to me that way i would have just hung up but uh, since it's david samson i wanted to right. hear him out because i was genuinely curious if he didn't realize what i was doing was a bit but he did raise a point that i thought was valid and that even if it is a bit people are going to want to take part in it because it's making them laugh and then you might have some people losing some real money to which i said if you're getting any of your stock market advice from something that is very clearly a rib then you probably have the impulse to get yourself in a lot more financial trouble you don't need me pushing over the edge but was there a valid criticism in what david sampson told me it was, but I mean, it's like you said, I feel if you say entertainment purposes only, then I feel like you're, you're, you're clear on that one. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow someone else to speak. Will Harris just joined us uh, in this room. I wonder, can you decline the, the, the opportunity to speak? Hey, Will. You can, yes. Hey, Will, how's it What's going? Up, Mike? What's up, Mike? You're on the air with uh, Chris Whittingham, myself, Malik. And uh, this is this week's episode of Mystery Crate. It's uh, all four followers that I have on uh, on this Clubhouse app. I'm trying to figure out if it's good or not. How long have you been using Clubhouse, and do you recommend this uh, be a way that we reach out to our fans? Barely ever use Clubhouse. The only reason I ran over to the app because I just saw your tweet. So that's what, I probably ain't been on this app in about two weeks. 
but I saw your tweet. That's what made me come over here. Oh man, it's really catching fire now. Now I have a, a guy named Sam Hurwitz, and he wants to. Well, he didn't ask to speak, but I'm going to invite him to speak. Um, hey Sam, can you hear me? Oh, this isn't. This isn't going well. They don't. He. I think he declined speaking. Yeah, some people can decide they don't want to speak. That's that can that can happen. Oh, thank you for that, Malik. So he's just watching or listening yeah, as like, this like happens. Well, he's yeah, like he's just listening. Sam's probably to us. at work. He's got some headphones in, and he's he just wants to check in on the clubhouse. But uh, he he can't he can't join us. Will, what's been your favorite clubhouse experience so far? It's, it's certainly not this one. Were you at that Jay Z uh, birthday party clubhouse thing that uh, I'm having FOMO over? No. Honestly, the the one that the, the lit has ever been on here was uh, after that versus with Ashanti and Keisha Cole. It was lit on here the next day, but uh, that's probably like the last time I've been on. I've barely been on his app, Mike, so I can't really tell you. Well, I, I saw that entire versus, and um, I had a lot of questions about it. I didn't necessarily feel comfortable in talking about it. I, I'm even. I wonder if I should go down this path. Ashanti's got hits, more hits than Keisha Cole. Um, Keisha Cole seemed. Um, how do I put this? <laughs> Distracted, I was going to go with. Yeah, but is that an irresponsible allegation to be levied? Because, I, you know what? I'll put it on the commenters in the in that verses. I watch every verses. I'm such a huge fan of it. But a lot of people were saying that she was inebriated and she did keep drinking out of a cup there. Um, was there something to it in the clubhouse community afterwards? Was that the hot take? I think she missed. She was on here the next day in one of the rooms. She was talking. She's on here a lot. But I think she said herself she was uh, a little bit tipsy. So. Oh, okay. Oh, so then it's safe. Why did it, did Ashanti take that long to recover from coronavirus? Because that was what nuked the initial verses, and then it didn't happen again for like another three and a half weeks. And I, I desperately wanted to see that versus. That was one of the ones I was looking forward to most. What was your favorite verses? Uh, Gucci Man and Young Jeans. Oh yeah, that was a moment in time. That was uh, that was probably the most popular verses ever, right? Yes. Yeah. The uh, the Teddy Riley babyface one still for me is tops. That's king of the mountain. Uh, Gucci second, but uh, Teddy Riley's first feeble attempts at the uh, the verses experience. Well, I can't really throw stones from my glass house, being that. Um, I'm here suffering through a clubhouse beta test yeah. right now. Sounding, yeah, my, yeah, my, I was, I was just gonna sound. I, I wanted to volunteer to sound a thousand years old. How did verses come together? How does it exist? And how does everyone know when these are happening? Well, does anyone want to raise their hand right now? I have four other people in the room. Sam, who, you know what, Sam, I'm not letting you in. I gave gave you the opportunity to speak. You left me at the altar. So I've got uh, Morgan. Morgan wants to. Uh, to speak, so I'm inviting Morgan to speak, and I'm hoping Morgan has something on the verses, uh, uh, on the whole verses thing. Hey, Morgan, welcome to Mystery Crate. Can you give us an answer on the history of verses? Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, kind of, uh, it popped up during uh, the pandemic. Actually, it was a little bit before that. The first one was uh, it was Timberland versus uh, not DJ Clue. Swiss Beats. What's Swiss his name? Beats. Swiss Beats. Yeah, Timberland. Thank you, Will. Just plays and Swiss Beats, yeah. And then they kind of took it over, and then they just had like a different artists like battling each other. But the, I was gonna say, you guys missed a great one. Was Rick Ross Two Chains? That was one of my favorites. Made oh. me feel like 2013 all over again. Yeah. It was just banger after banger after banger after banger yeah. for about two hours. I also saw the uh, the Ludacris Nelly one. 
And uh, Nelly kept having freezing internet, which Ludacris has like a very mean face. And I felt like Ludacris was just judging Nelly the entire time. But Nelly's got those are those are two massive hit makers. Sometimes they have these catchweight fights that are not really fair because you have an Ashanti going up against Keisha Cole, and Ashanti's always going to win in the court of popular opinion when she drops one of her several top ten hits. Nelly had that direct TV Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I think in this studio we also have that direct TV Wi-Fi occasionally yes, too. Uh, it's bandwidth issues. Have you guys been enjoying the show since we've been doing it as pirates and, and on Twitch? Uh, yeah, it's been tight, dude. It's huh. way more freedom. So you guys can curse. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah? Uh, we, we've been doing South Beach sessions. We've lifted the F-word ban. How do you feel about the whole F-word uh, thing? Uh, Malik, I'll start with you because we don't allow the F-word on the podcast of the Levitard show with Sue Gatz, but we allow the F word on mystery crate on South beach sessions and on supodity. And people feel very strongly about this whole F word, uh, controversy. I, I don't really see the big deal. It, it has a similar effect when it gets beat, but people feel very strongly about their ability to hear the F word fly Malik. I'll begin with you. I mean, I think it's fine, man. I think, I think it's, it just gives more authenticity. Like you guys feel really, really comfortable now, man. Like I, I can I can just tell like that there's like a, a burden has been lifted off of everyone's shoulders. Um, especially Dan. I can really hear it in Dan's voice. I feel like Stu God's uh I feel like he feels a lot better, man, and, and you know, uh wanna definitely wanna say rest in peace to his mother. Yeah. I know he's been going through a lot. Um and uh but even Billy Billy seems he seems a little more not as as uh, anxious and nervous as he always has felt before, so um, I think it's fucking great, to be honest. <laughs> Look at you uh, taking advantage of the band being lifted. It's very I well done, Malik. Mystery Crate, Mike? No, no, no. Mystery Crate, F-Words Fly. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. Will, how uh, do you feel about this? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm loving a new Pirate show. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck, the, the, the theme song is starting to get tricky. I'm starting to learn the theme song. I'm memorizing it. I'm laughing a little bit too much at Stu Gosh using his mom's death as an excuse for being terrible sometimes. I catch myself laughing. I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing at this. And yeah. all time was like about a week or two ago when, when Roy had hit Chris Cody with the try me. I was crying laughing. <laughs> we appreciate that. Morgan. Um, None of your goddamn business. <laughs> Morgan, uh, a lot of people are getting that uh, song stuck in their head. And it's been, I saw it, so it's a release now on Apple Music, that uh, Local Hour theme song that was done by one of our fans, who, who I get a kick out of his name every time, Christy Yamaguchi Main. Uh, wow, I sound ancient. <laughs> I'm going to scrub that from the podcast. One Christy Yamaguchi Main. Uh, Morgan, uh, I've been considering removing the Local Hour theme song because it's, you know, it's been a, a minute and some people are getting annoyed by it. I understand it's podcast and people can just skip through it, but it was never my intention to make that a full-time theme song, but I enjoy it every time I listen to it. I'm starting to get a little self-conscious that people are getting annoyed by it. Your stance on this? Uh, so I, I am one that skips through it. It's just a three thirty-second clips or three thirty-second click. You hit the 30-second thing and it uh, flies by three times. But by the end of it, there's like three or four seconds left. I do find myself singing that part. Should I? All right. Well, guys, I, no, I don't. I kind of like it as a troll to keep it as long as possible. I would make it longer if I were you. Longer. It's funnier that way. Yeah. How'd you feel about the set of the day long version? How'd, how'd you feel about the set of the day long version? Uh, that was everything I wanted it to be. Way too much, but it was perfect. 
Yeah. It fits you guys so well. We're a bit extra. One day we'll go behind the bid on the uh, set of the day when this embargo is listed and we can talk to give, Tony give, again. give the people of Clubhouse like one one bit of behind the bid on, on, on long set of the day. Uh, behind the bid. So when Tony was a part of our team. All right. So. All right, this is a Clubhouse exclusive. You guys are getting access, you and everyone that's listening to uh, the Mystery Crate episode, I guess. But you guys get it first. All right, so it took a month and a half to put together because we were making a lot of big ass. We even asked Big Boy to do some music for it, and we were asking for production. It's, it's you know, unseemly maybe, asking for so many favors because I don't, I'm not sure what people got back in return. But... We have this show that we have to do every day, so it's not a, at the front of our minds, hey, get me this track, get me this track. And we wanted to go in a different direction. It was basically going to be like Fantasia, where Poppy was this host that was going to take you on a sonic journey. But Poppy is off of Zoom, and the, the audio quality was kind of shit. And while we were putting it together, the audio quality would vary from Poppy to the track, and it would just sound like mush dog shit. And I wasn't happy with that, so we decided... <laughs> with you know 12 hours to go that we were just going to make it one cohesive piece of music which is um kind of difficult to do when you don't have a music background it's all over the place sonically uh you had a, a country folk song you had hip-hop you had a soul version of it so we had to find ways to tether that kenny g does um a sax solo that goes in beautifully to a completely different part of music. If you listen to it, it kind of sounds like by intention, we made that Kenny G solo go into the last crescendo song, which I absolutely loved. But no, we, we pieced that together through the magic of editing. And here's how exactly it went. Tony would take the day shift on getting everybody's audio and, and just editing out the edges of those audios, making sure that we had clean individual files and then piecing together the poppy stuff. And this was like a very lengthy process to the point that I would tell him, hey, I'll handle the final cut. Just let me know when you have these final work parts ready. And it started at 7 p.m. that it was going to be ready. And it kept getting pushed back later and later. So I finally had a phone call with him, said, you know, it's about eight o'clock right now. Let me go to sleep. I'm going to get about like three hours of sleep and I'll work on it the rest of the night so 11 o'clock comes after i set my alarm for it he's like it's still not ready it's still not ready i'm like well can i go back to nap and he's like yeah so i set my alarm for like 30 minute intervals and then finally like we kept doing that song and dance which means i didn't really get sleep because i was just sleeping in like dr strange cat nap type ways about around 2 a.m we have this mix down and i realized oh it, it's not exactly working. So I spend the next two and a half hours trying to change completely everything that we were going to do with the set of the day and making it one cohesive piece of music as opposed to something that was broken up several times over by Poppy. And we had to like create a beat for Method Man on the fly because all we ended up getting from Method Man was a voice note, which, by the way, I'm not throwing shade at. It's amazing that he gave us a voice note, but we didn't really have a beat for it. So I had to that's make such, that's such pressure to come up with a beat for Method Man. So what I ended up doing was looping the beat for the Trick Daddy part that we had because just let, letting it go wouldn't really work. So I had to loop the beat that we had but i had to tighten it up so it would flow with what method man was saying so i ended up it's like a crude sample machine i ended up making a whole new beat out of an existing beat and repurposing it so it sounded like it was a trick daddy and method man song but all that took about two and a half hours so basically 
when we said the next day, we were flippantly saying we pulled an all-nighter. It was indeed an all-nighter, in part because we kind of changed direction once we realized the poppy stuff wasn't working. And that is some Clubhouse exclusive shit for you all. Um, the behind-the-scenes story of the sad of the day. Huh? Is that is that what people do on Clubhouse here? Malik, did that did that pass the the, the test of, of Clubhouse? That's exactly how you do it, man. You give people a little something that they're not gonna hear anywhere else. So you I think you kicked ass just now. And uh-huh. I I loved it, man. I love I love the stat of the uh, the extended version of the stat of the day. Like that's my favorite part is the Method Man verse. So uh-huh. you, you could tell that he was off off a little bit, but it was a good uh, uh, man, jeez, he's <laughs> just coming. This entire clubhouse has been accusations of drug use. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he meant off the beat, which was a direct shot at the sample that I created out of nowhere, which was, uh, <laughs> which cut me a little deep. Uh, I thought you meant off in another way. Cut me a little deep. That Mayday track was. I love that Mayday song. I was hoping that Mayday song was three minutes long. If it was, I wasn't cutting a second out of it. Mayday killed it on that track. All right, guys. Well, thank you for helping me out with this beta test. I'm not sure how it sounded because there's no way for me to rip the direct audio from it and i chris i i don't like that the only way to do these clubhouses is via phone if it had a web-based application then i could roll on great audio and find ways to uh, reconfigure our board to make it all work but instead it's just me crudely holding up my cell phone to the the microphone so maybe we can give feedback to the fine people over at agora hopefully god i'm i'm in for way too many shares of agora right now and uh let them know that this needs like a web interface yeah again i, I just feel like tech people will probably just assume no man it's only cool it's on the phone so i i, I imagine that they will not probably be terribly receptive we can if, if we do, if we do the right planning i feel like we can do a uh a feed where i'm rolling on everyone talking and then we can kind of we can marry that we can we can figure this out technologically well you said the right amount of planning and here we are rushing to record a mystery crate <laughs> because our planning sucks we do have an interview coming up for you on this episode of mystery crate with bruce we will kick it over to the rest of the shipping container now oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you, Michael. Guys, I know what you're thinking. There was nothing I needed on my Friday or my weekend more than hearing from Bruce, the former TV guy for the Dan Lebitard show. Well, you're in luck because we got him. And uh, we talked to him about a lot of things. We talked to him about his massive hands, whether he ate Stugatz's sandwich a year or so ago. That was a big controversy on our show. Um, His naps. He, he, you know, Stugatz often claimed Bruce would be sleeping in the middle of the show. So we talked to him about all that stuff. Bruce is a great guy, a gry. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Me, Billy, and Roy, we talked to him. 
I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Here it is. Hey, Bruce. There's a sight for sore eyes. Good morning. Good afternoon. Yes. Good afternoon. Hey, Bruce. How you guys doing? How's retirement treating you? Uh, I got forced into a early retirement, and oh, my God, is it great? <laughs> oh, good. I thought this was going to take a turn for the worse. No, I I play golf one day a week. I uh, play tennis on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. Mm-hmm. Pickleball on Monday and pickleball. Wow. Tonight we have drinking pickleball. Ooh, oh. drinkleball. Yes, a little bit of tequila, a little bit of hitting the ball, a little bit of hitting the bottle, you know. You're living the life, Bruce. Yeah, my wife doesn't appreciate it because she has to still work. But I'd be worried about falling down if I was playing uh, pickleball. No, Bruce is like 20 again. He got the knee surgeries out of the way. Yeah, I got two brand new knees. (laughs) How'd you guys make out? How's everybody doing? Well, we all got fired, but uh, we're still working around. We're still with Dan. We're still we're doing fine, Bruce. We're oh, uh, you know we're not we're not with ESPN anymore, and we don't really have a home yet. Right now, we're in a pirate phase. Like we're just a pirate ship out in the oceans by ourselves. Oh, okay. Bruce, for the people that don't know you, and you're a very popular character on our show, what did you used to do on the TV side of our show? My title was considered a video slash engineer. It was to match up the cameras to make them look all the same when we went from camera to camera. Mm-hmm. And if we run across any problems, they would holler at me first. <laughs> and I had the false sense of security. Being an old man, 70 years old, I figured, oh, they can't fire me. <laughs> well, and then the Kobe virus hit, and it's like, no, we're not, uh, we can fire you. <laughs> You're not 70, are you? No, I'm 71. You're 71? You look great, man. Yeah, it's good, man. Whoa. That's good. Bruce, I thought, and don't take this the wrong way, I thought that you were like a, a not in great shape, like 54-year-old. <laughs> 70-something? That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get there. I'm not in shape 71. No, you're in great shape 71. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. You're 71? Yeah, oh, man. my God. You look good, Bruce. Yesterday, when I went out, I played golf on Wednesdays. I had the best round of my life. I shot an 88, which wow. to me is like, it's the first time for me breaking 90 in 30 years. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you're 71. I thought that you were my hero before because you live in a community where you get to play pickleball and you have all these social gatherings and you're just living the life. I didn't know you were doing this at 71. Just got a new bike. Man, I go, you. so I can go riding. <laughs> Look at but, you! Uh, wow, I really, really am enjoying life. I, I like the way it is now. I just, uh, you know, I was supposed to work for a few more years so that my wife, she's younger than I am, of course. When I pulled up to the grade school to pick her up, uh, kids would look. <laughs> Good for you, Bruce. I mean, you worked hard all those years. You got to seventy, seventy-one, and now you're enjoying all the hard work that you put in all those years. I am. My wife's not, but I am. <laughs> Tell. I, w- I want to know more. Paint the picture of this uh, retirement home. Like, I know it's a pandemic right now. Not a retirement home. Whoa. I mean, no, you're making oh, Bruce out to be like, geez. I misspoke. I misspoke. I apologize. Don't mean to offend. No, I'm, I'm not offended. It's most, 
most of the people here are retired, but there are a lot of people working yet. You got the shuffleboard? You got a shuffleboard thing? No, no, no. Oh. No shuffleboard. We have a, they call it bocce ball. Ooh, bocce ball. Yeah, bocce ball, three quarts of pickleball, wow. five quarts of tennis, a basketball court that I don't use. Mm-hmm. And we have a gym that's, if you go into it, you're probably one of three people. You have a gym that allows you to go buy a bike to ride around outside instead of a bike at the gym. Well, there's a bike at the gym also, but uh, <laughs> that's used on the really, really hot days. So paint the picture of the wildest night at this, you know, over 55 place. Because, like, I know back when we worked together, I'd hear about every once in a while, you'd say, like, this Friday we had this themed party. This Friday we did this. Like, I know pre-pandemic, paint the picture for, like, the wildest night at this over 55 place. We still weren't swingers. <laughs> There's time, Bruce. There's still yeah. time. Yeah, man. Right. But, uh, no, a, a good night. We used to meet once or twice a month on a Friday at the clubhouse. And it was uh, basically bring your own bottle. And there was, uh, you know, we sh- at that time we shared. You know, I'd sample somebody's drink. They'd sample mine. We'd. Uh, there'd be music, we'd be dancing, and there'd be a little bit of a... The food was not like for a meal, but more of an appetizer type of uh, situation. All right. That would go on until, you know, we'd uh, start at 7, and it would finish around 10, because we're old. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd go home and drink some more. No. That sounds nice, honestly. That sounds like a nice yeah, night. You don't like a nice night, late. yeah. We're not too wild, but uh, we're not we're not dead yet. And all right, so I got to there's some things here that we've talked about on the show recently that involve you that I just want to like get your thoughts on. What is the oddest thing we ever asked you to do as part of the show? The one that I was most uh, uncomfortable with or embarrassed with was when I was in your room and had to dance with the uh, the girl that was our uh, office manager. Do you remember she threw up the baking soda or whatever it was or uh, talcum powder? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm coordinated a little bit, but I don't have a lot of rhythm, and <laughs> I felt kind of embarrassed. How much did you hate when they'd get they just grab you and be like, "Hey, Bruce, we need you to do this right yeah. now. Put on this costume. Show up on the camera. We're gonna have to hold this Halloween bucket, and people and are gonna they, draw names out of day, it." Day, day when they did that. That wasn't so bad because I was covered up. I was incognito. I was hiding behind the mask. I think the one that I remember the most was when. Chris, your your father got that. Uh, I don't know what it was—a double black, where he was a <laughs> double a, death, <laughs> double death. And I had the sickle, and I was going <laughs> behind his head. And Mike's face on there—he was—he was crying. He was laughing so hard. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I always felt bad. There were a couple times where like Mike would be like, "Guys," or Mike or uh, Mike would be like, "Billy or Chris, go grab." Bruce and I would always go in there like I feel like Bruce is not going to want to do what we're asking to do but I always had to do it and you were a great sport Bruce I have to say yeah no I thought I had to do it but I don't know (laughs) (laughs) another thing that's come up on our show about I don't know how long ago this was there was a sandwich of Stugatz's that disappeared and he claimed everybody you know he was pointing fingers and one of the one of the main culprits that he thought it was and he's to this day he always says Bruce it starts with the, the claim that he made that you were the one to eat his sandwich. Can you admit or deny that that happened? Oh, I didn't do it, but I, I went along with the joke. I took him, uh, found, found part of a sandwich, and I took it into him, which 
made him think that I was the guilty one. It was funny at the time because I laid the sandwich there and run out of the room. But uh, no, I never, I never take anybody else's food. Bruce, do you miss Pizza Fridays? I miss Pizza Fridays. Man, the best. yeah, I, uh, I do, but I don't because I, I would only have it like once a month. I started realizing, man, I'm, I'm getting old and fat, and this pizza's not helping me any. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to be old to be fat, Bruce. No, I was pleasantly plump. <laughs> Bruce, you made a similar drive to Stugatz every day, didn't you? Yeah, it took me about, once I uh, was laid off, it took me like three, day, three days saying, gee, I hope they don't call me back because I'm not driving down there anymore. <laughs> it was uh, 40, 47, 48 miles one way. Oof. It took me... An, you know, in the morning, it wasn't too bad because it was only an hour and 15 to an hour and a half. But coming home at night, there was a lot of nights that was two, two and a half hours. Bruce, you have huge hands. That's something Dan often references. How did your hands get to be yeah. so Look at those things. Put them both up there. If we could get like a Ooh, shot, maybe hands. like this, Bruce. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those thumbs are impressive. They're short and fat. <laughs> <laughs> Has, have, have your hands been a big topic of your life prior to this job? Uh, no. <laughs> of course it's a normal just <laughs> used to get slapped a lot but other than that <laughs> another thing um bruce since we're just kind of checking off the list of things that come up um every once in a while stugatz would claim to see you sleeping what's up with bruce the midday naps uh were you actually sleeping were you just kind of sitting there not really sleeping and stugatz claims you were sleeping tell uh, br break down the midday naps I got into a bad habit there that I would, I would doze off for like uh, <laughs> five minutes. I mean, when the show is, everything is set. I mean, I'm, you're sitting there doing nothing, just watching. The only time that you had to actually do anything is if something broke down or they did something really went out of camera view or something like that. And the camera followed them to a different, you had to readjust something. Right. But no, I got, I got in a really bad habit of uh, dozing off for like five minutes. I, I was able to sit there with, with uh, sitting up, sleeping. <laughs> oh, it's a break time. So what are we, you can do whatever the hell you want during that time. It's not really like, yeah, I, I know you're supposed to, but it's like, you shouldn't be sitting at your desk. You should be get away from it all. And, go to a different room or another place. So you're not a, not associated with, oh, he's on the job sleeping. No. I just figured that it was because of the wild nights at the house that you were dozing off there. <laughs> no, not really. What are the naps like now, Bruce? You taking naps now? I sure am. In but none of this cat nap bullshit that's five minutes long. You're getting in there and you're getting like a good 30, 45 minute nap during the day. One hour. One hour. I, I go to I go to bed at eleven. I get up at uh, six thirty. I go and play. Today today is a Thursday. I'm in charge of. Uh, we have four tennis courts. There's sixteen players. We do this round robin. You play uh, play four four sets, and then you move on, move on. I come home, shower, clean up, have my breakfast. I take my clothes off. I go back to bed, sleep for an hour. It's not little this little nap in front of the TV. Yeah. Oh, you're doing tournaments over here. You're living wow. the dream, man. Well, I feel like we had a great rapport, me and you, Bruce. I'd walk by, I'd say, hey, how's it going, Bruce? And you'd say, what's up? What's going on, Flash? That'd be the end of it, but I felt like it was nice. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised how fast you were. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. Um, but I, thank you, Bruce, for joining us. Do you guys have anything else for Bruce? I feel like this was good. Thank you I for miss joining Bruce. Yeah, I miss Bruce. Yeah, I miss Bruce. Yeah. Well, I yeah. miss you guys, too. I 
Now, if we could work from home, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Please. Get away. Get, get away from my drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe we could all just move the show closer to you. There you go. <laughs> I don't have the pool to make that happen. Though. Sorry, no. Bruce. Anyway, thank you for joining us, Bruce. This Thanks awesome. for joining oh, us, Bruce. You got it. Bye. 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 How do I get out of this thing? I can. Uh, I you hit leave. I get you uh, out of here. Get out of here, Bruce.